The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Steelers Outpost Podcast, a proud member of Sports Drink Network. This is Nick coming to you with a free agency update podcast from the mobile office. And if by office, I mean outpost here in Houston. So it is 3.43 Central Time, 4.43 Eastern Time on the first day of essentially free agency with the tampering period opening up. The big news, of course, immediately off the bat, is the Steelers lose Cam Sutton to free agency. That blows. That sucks. Um, While I think a lot of what we should focus on today is how you can't overreact to this first day of free agency, I do think losing Cam Sutton has a bigger point overall on how the Steelers have built their team in the past 10 years, where they've had successes and where they keep floundering. Obviously, corner, probably out of all the positions, being the biggest uh, issue for the Steelers. And this Cam Sutton, Sutton losing him sort of signifies that, but the story is not over, given the fact that I'll just I'll say this off the bat. They are all but guaranteed to take a cornerback in the first round. And this is a good year to do it. Unlike the Artie Burns year, where there were just a couple cornerbacks who were worth a first-round grade, William Jackson gets swiped away from right underneath of them. More on him in a second. Uh, the pick uh, before the Steelers pick was the Cincinnati Bengals. They get William Jackson. He's pretty excellent his first few years in Cincinnati, but heads to Washington regardless. Steelers reach on Artie Burns. And we all know what happened there. The difference is this year, there are quite a few legitimate first-round quarter cornerback um, candidates, all of these guys are athletic freaks and the Steelers haven't had a cornerback like that since Ike Taylor. And clearly Ike Taylor is their best cornerback of the past, you know, since Rod Woodson, basically. So when you're building a team, there are certain predictive measures you have to take and, it's going to be hard to see, obviously, how the future pans out. For instance, getting Minka Fitzpatrick out of nowhere, um, you know, TJ Watt, I'd say you would predict, hey, this is a first-round guy. This is supposed to be a multi-contract guy. Did you think he's going to be the defensive player of the year? No, but at the same time, TJ Watt getting extra contracts, that's to be assumed, right? Now, Alex Highsmith turning into an absolute stud – that's one that they're keeping their fingers crossed on and it worked out for them. But you turn around and you've got Cam Hayward getting paid a ton of money, TJ Watt getting paid a ton of money. I hope that this Sutton 
um, letting him walk to the Detroit Lions for, I think it was like 11 million per year. I forget exactly what the guarantees are, but goes to Detroit. Hopefully it's sort of a sign that, hey, we just locked up TJ and Minka. We're going to lock up Highsmith as well. Because to me, to the, the idea of having the best edge rushing tandem in the NFL is worth paying for, even if that means you have to take the cut somewhere else on your team. I'm a huge fan of taking a strength on a team and turning it into an undeniably dominant element. And having those two pass rushers is a big deal. Obviously, you need corners. You only have so much money. So it sucks that they lose Cam Sutton because after not having a lot of success drafting cornerbacks over the years, I think it's been a little bit understated. I know Bryant McFadden. I think William Gay, did he spend a year away? But Bryant McFadden... William Gay sort of under-talked about as corners who ended up being good players for the Steelers, good starters. Um, Obviously, Ike. And it's not like they've had a ton of early misses. The Artie Burns one was terrible, right? But they just – when you look at how well the Steelers draft receivers, it's it's definitely hard to to swallow. And and, and they've done well with edge rushers, so on and so forth. So I'm not saying that – uh, the corners haven't been an issue for the Steelers, but they've hit on a few over the years. And then they really hit on two in a row, one of them being, I guess, an undrafted guy. But Mike Hilton and Cam Sutton, while neither one of them is a true number one corner, both of those guys are excellent starters. And they lose both of them for, for cheap contracts. I mean, I, I still don't understand letting Mike Hilton go personally for the minuscule amount of money he made. And you saw what a Massive factor he's been in Cincinnati since leaving. Still that same guy, that playmaker, best blitzing cornerback in the league, one of the best run-stopping corners in the league, massive playmaker, and then just kind of average to sometimes below average in coverage because he's so small. And We saw him exploited that way in the playoffs, especially against the Chiefs. But still a really good player that they developed from day one, and they lose him. Cam Sutton, they re-sign him at the same time, but on a really tentative deal, and they lose him too. So it's just a bummer that you finally start having more consistency in developing the cornerback position, and you lose all those guys, and what you're left with is a ton of swing and misses at these free agent corners. So Killer Witherspoon, extremely up-and-down player. You know, they 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 they. Brought him Boykin. That was a complete bust. They paid William Jackson to come in and literally never step on the field for them. They already released him. Speaking of the guy who um, Cincinnati took to force the Steelers to draft Artie Burns, William Jackson keeps screwing the Steelers for his entire career. Uh, Levi Wallace, who they signed a free agency last year, you know, getting benched at certain points during the season. You have all these non-homegrown talents who other teams have let go for a reason – and you keep trying to make that work in Pittsburgh, and it doesn't work. So very frustrating losing Cam. You know, one of the smartest players on the defense, one of the smarter cornerbacks in the league, a ton of position flexibility, probably best in the slot, but does play outside place in the slot, does a lot of sort of custom role-making game to game. If you ask Cam Hayward or Minka Fitzpatrick about Cam Sutton, you hear his value. Um not to mention the fact that he's just he's a leader in that way and he's a very composed, smart player. So 
also a playmaker. I mean, great hands, makes a ton of plays on the ball. Really the only Steeler cornerback who's made a lot of plays on the ball since Ike Taylor would primarily knock down and drop interceptions. But he's a man we love Ike. Still made a lot of plays on the ball. So total bummer losing him, but so goes the offseason. We know the Steelers aren't going to be active on the first day of free agency. And while the entire fandom had dreams of getting another brother, and uh, Tremaine Edmonds would be Terrell Edmonds' brother, into the building playing middle linebacker, he just signed a gargantuan deal. I want to say $15 million plus in guarantees, sixty, um, with the Chicago Bears. So they didn't get him. And Javon Hargrave signs a massive deal to be the defensive tackle for the San Francisco 49ers as they continue to go all in with their unbelievable roster and coaching staff as they try to, um, you know, quarterback proof themselves by having the most dominant roster before they always end up going down to their seventh quarterback. Yeah. So those guys, Edmonds and Hargrave, those are long shots for the Steelers. They've always been long shots. The Steelers don't make giant money free agency first few hours of free agency acquisitions. Those were pipe dreams. Obviously, Bud Dupree will still, you know, potentially come into Pittsburgh as the third edge rusher. Those health concerns are significant, though, especially considering the Steelers have swung and missed on a few different health concern free agents in the past few years. William Jackson being the most recent one. I think that's going to sting. So let's not count on Bud being there, but. It is a possibility. So that to me is kind of the main part of free agency. When, when I'm looking around the AFC North and I see uh, there's only been a little bit of action so far, but Cincinnati loses both safeties. It was at Hill and um, obviously Jesse Bates. That's great. I, I sort of don't totally care what the other teams do. The Deshaun Watson, you know, Cleveland getting Deshaun Watson, that's a different story. That's a nightmare when another team gets a, you know, Hall of Fame level quarterback if he can get back to uh, his peak football playing strength, which obviously we hope he does not do. That was freaky when they got him. You know, when they when the Bengals draft Joe Burrow, there's no way to tell that he's, he's going to end up being the superstar that he became so quickly. But Overall, Cincinnati losing those players, great. We we knew they were going to start losing players pretty quickly with the amount of star power they have on their team. So that is what it is. Great. I'll, I'll take it. Calais Campbell, all 49 years old of him, leaving the Ravens. Again, these are sort of non-factors to me. These are sort of just what teams are going to go through in terms of turnover throughout the years, especially when you have star quarterback. So we'll keep an eye on the ticker. That first piece of news is unfortunate. We know that the Steelers got four picks within the first uh, 80. They need to figure out this line situation because the first round corner, I am putting money on that. That's going down. and That's not necessarily a bad thing, but they got a lot of holes on, on the offensive and defensive lines. We'll see where they have from here. We'll see if they pick up any free agents. Uh, whatever positions they pick up in free agency will give us a little bit of a tip-off to how they will act in the draft. Although, if they get a corner, Rock, what is it, Rock Yassin, big rumored name for the Steelers who they've always liked, if they get someone like that, it does not prohibit them from taking a corner in the first round. 
as we saw last year with Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett got drafted anyways. Obviously, that's a little bit different because you're talking about the corner and you need or the quarterback and you need some sort of plan to go into day one with a starter. But could have just gone with Mason Rudolph the whole time. I digress. Anyways, let's stay updated. All right, ladies and gentlemen, update. Just like that, the Steelers have replaced their loss in Cam Sutton with a first ballot Hall of Fame cornerback. Patrick Peterson, ladies and gentlemen, is coming to the Steelers. He's 33 years old. Patrick Peterson, absolutely spectacular player. He's 33 years old. Throughout his career, He's actually not 33 yet. He's 32, but he's about to turn 33 before the year starts. What a spectacular character and athlete for the Steelers to sign. Uh, no, in all seriosity, I guess Cam Sutton is a loss for the Steelers no matter what. The Patrick Peterson deal has come in. The numbers are there. It's really a $5 million, like $5.8 million guarantee within the first year. It's a two-year deal. I want to say $13 million with that five um, guaranteed in the first year. So, Basically, low-cost deal for one year, and uh, once 2024 comes around, they'll be able to sort of re-examine it. And if you're going to lose Sutton, either way, and I don't know that for a fact, but it does seem like that was uh, the plan, unless they could get him for a basement bargain deal. It is nice to get an absolute legend like Patrick Peterson, who has actually played really well since he went to Minnesota. I think it's been two years now. Now, I haven't watched a ton of them, but they did have a fair amount of primetime games, so I saw some of that, and it seemed like the chatter around the league um, was that he did play well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him come in and play well for the Steelers, although our friends uh, on Twitter, Derek specifically, our favorite um, cornerback expert, were uh, mentioning quite a bit in these episodes um, right now in draft season. I do believe he just started a new YouTube page today. So if you want to check it out, Derek the Kid on Steelers Twitter. But he did mention Steelers about fifth place in the league in, in terms of running man-to-man. Cardinals were, or not Cardinals, the Vikings were almost at the very bottom of that. And obviously with Pat Peterson being so much older, you don't really expect him to be a man corner at this point in his career. So we'll see what, uh, like how that fits. But it is funny to say Patrick Peterson isn't a guy you want to put in man because he's definitively one of the best man-to-man corners in the past 20 years, really, the past two decades. If you want to take a bet or make a bet on a corner who could last into his 30s due to his insane athletic ability, like top, top tier, 0.01% athletic ability, his football intelligence, his communication, his character. Like Pat P is one of those guys. So I'm assuming that he's going to be an awesome mentor to the inevitable first round pick the Steelers make on a cornerback. And like we mentioned earlier in this podcast or later, depending on how we stitch this thing together, um, it's a good year to want a cornerback in the first round. So cool signing by the Steelers, I guess particularly considering that the money is, is so, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's an easy deal. It's a low amount of money. who will provide some veteran leadership for that team. Uh, we'll see how it works. Obviously, it's not like the Steelers traded for Jalen Ramsey or anything like that, but 
just the first day of free agency, we'll, we'll see what other uh, smart or low-cost moves the Steelers make, and, and obviously we'll really be able to judge their roster after the draft. Cool. Bye-bye.